For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Reverend Romeo Siao Mensa of the Macarius Church at Jeringano. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Evangelist Dag Heward Mills as he brings gospel salvation and healing at this year's Good Friday Church service. Taking place on the 2nd of April 2021 at the Jesus Saviour of the World Square, Anakazo Campus, Mampong. Time 2 p.m. Come with your umbrellas, sunglasses, and hats and believe God to be saved and healed. Good Friday Church Service, Jesus Saviour of the World Square, Anakazo Campus, Mampong, 2nd of April 2021, 2pm. 2 Showing live on Facebook and Healing Jesus TV. See you there. Father, thank you for today. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. We give you all the praises. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. We thank you. Hallowed be thy name. We give you all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands as we worship him in a very short time. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross, my death you paid. From the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on high. You came from you came from heaven to where to show the 
away from the earth, from the earth to the cross, unto the cross. You, our debt, he paid from the cross to the grave. To the, the grave to the sky, Lord, I lift your name on Father, we thank you. We lift your name on Jesus. For you are sitting in your glory in heaven above. And for the sake of love, us. You descended down here to suffer the hardness of pains so that we can be free from every oppression of Satan. And so this morning, I'm forever grateful to you. I'm forever grateful for the That you came to seek and save the lost, to seek and save the lost. Lift up your hands, I'm forever grateful. I'm forever grateful. Oh, just thank the Lord for saving your life. I'm forever grateful for the cross. For For this moment, Holy Spirit, we receive your presence here. Speak to us. For this is the house of God. Therefore, only the voice of God matter. We don't want to hear the voice of a man. We want to hear the voice of the Spirit. For Jesus told us that when you come, you will not speak of yourself but whatsoever you shall hear from him that is what you would teach us and so teach us what you have heard from Jesus for the church is Jesus bride and you always want to speak to his bride news, great news and therefore help us speak the voice of Jesus and let his beloved wife, which is his church, be blessed to hear the voice of their Lord. Let ears of your people be opened that they can hear. Let their eyes be opened that they can see. Let their hearts be circumcised so that they can receive and believe. Converted and become what you want all of us to be. A measure of your stature. Transforming us to make it that we look like you. 
Make us more like you, Jesus. Even as we hear your word. We love you. And thank you, Lord, that even as the word is being preached, let your spirit move so powerfully in the midst of your people that the sick will be healed, the weak will be strengthened, the sorrowful will rejoice, the burden will be free from every oppression. Any demonic plan against anyone is destroyed. Even your power is in our midst that if there is any demon among us, as the word is going on, let the power of fire of God burn the demon out of our midst. Cast them out of our midst. That our gathering here shall be blessing to your people. We know you have done it before even we asked it. And we give you all the glory and all the praise. In Jesus' name. And the I say amen for that. Clap your hands. Give me a shout of praise. Turn to your neighbor. Turn to your neighbor. Neighbor, you are welcome to the presence of God. Tell the person as the message is going on. I'm watching you. How are you taking the points and the roots? And when we finish. I'll ask you two questions. What you learn from the message. And what are you are going to do to make you a better person. So make sure that you put points and scriptures. So that when you live here, you go with God and his word. Amen. Put your hands to the Lord. Please be seated. Something is wrong. Jerome, something is wrong with my machine. Okay. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. Today is Palm Sunday. Are you excited that Jesus? Now, it is important to remember that Palm Sunday is a special Sunday and a special day in the life of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so, please, I'm talking. Everybody should look up to me, not to your friend sitting by you. Hallelujah. Those at the back, your eyes are not on me. Your eyes are on somebody else. Amen. So, ushers, make sure that everybody's attention is towards the puppet. So, watch their eyes. Amen. We will be here for just a few minutes and then we are done. Yeah. It is important that when you come to church, you benefit from being in church. I would say that all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Profitable means that when you hear the word of God, you must get more than the time that you spend in coming here. It must profit you. See, when you do business and there's profit, you keep doing it more and more. It's not true. So if you come to church and you don't benefit, you will give up coming to church. But when you know that anytime I, I receive something more that has added value to my life, you keep coming to church often. 
And that is what it means. So if you come to church today and you don't come tomorrow, you come today, you, come to, it's a, you are not in front. Hallelujah. Okay. So please uh, sit down, sit down, sit down. I hear the current is struggling, disturbing the speech. That's why I want you to concentrate because if you turn your eyes more, you will lose something for your life. Say amen. amen. So I was saying that Palm Sunday is a very special day in the life of our Lord Jesus Christ, and it must be to every Christian. Why? Because that was the last time Jesus went to Jerusalem and to fulfill the ultimate of his purpose on earth. He had the choice between staying longer or shortening his days. He chose the will of his father to go to Jerusalem and go and die. He used to go to Jerusalem on feast, many feasts, festive movements. But this one was the last time he was going to Jerusalem and he will not return to Nazareth anymore. Because he knew that his time had come. The Lord, his father said, go and this time when you go, you won't come back. They will arrest you they will beat you. They will scare you. And they will do so many bad things. The very people you help them, when time you went to Jerusalem, they will turn against you and they say they don't know you. They will rather say that you should be killed instead of a criminal being killed. So he was destined to, be, to die on that last day journey to Jerusalem. And you need to understand that Jesus was not killed by sinners or witches or wizards. Jesus was killed by pastors, priests, men of God who should have saved his life. They were the people who planned to kill him. Are you here of God? We have been teaching you about masters of masters of masters of. So many masters of. Because the, the, when he was giving that scripture, be wise as a serpent because I send you for a sheep in the midst of wolves. He knew that he was going into wolves. He knew. So it was the wolves in Jerusalem who killed him. So that is why Palm Sunday is a very special day for every Christian to spend time with God. For God to give you revelations of how to live your life. Because you would have thought that oh, the way he was righteous, he was wise and all those things. He could have just escaped but the Lord said, no, this time it, is the, it was the will of God for him to die. Me and you, I don't know what day we are dying. But you must die because it is the will of God. 
If it's not the will of God, no witch or wizard can destroy your life. Say amen. God will give you escape to come out. Hallelujah. That's all you must your life by doing the will of God. Amen. Amen. Now, it's also very important because that's all the time that Jesus was proclaimed king of kings that they were expecting. Many times they were not too sure, but this time around, everybody started shouting. Hosanna, Hosanna. That means our Savior has come. The king we have been looking for has come. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so truly, he triumphantly entered into Jerusalem. And if it had not been the will of God to die, he would have still gone and come safely. I declare that from today, you will try enter into your enemy's camp and come out without any enemy. Triumphantly. Say triumphantly. Yeah. He will not be afraid by terror by day or pestilence by night. For he shall deliver their feet from the snares of the fowler. He shall keep his angels charge over you. Hallelujah. Amen. Wonderful. For just a few minutes, I just want us to I just uh, today I have just one point message for you. One point message. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 19 verse number 29 to 40. Write it down. Luke 19 29 to 40. And then Mark chapter 11, 1 to 11. Mark 11, 1 to 11. And then Matthew 21, 1 to 14. Matthew 21, 1 to 14. So only three scriptures, but they all talk about one point. Then, amen. Amen. Those... Those scriptures were the scriptures on Jesus entering Jerusalem, Oceana, Oceana. If you want Oceana scriptures, that is the Oceana scriptures I've given to you. You must know where the scriptures are found about any issue. Okay? As a Christian, you need to know what any issue of your life, what scripture is there to guide you. Amen. If something to you, you can't have scripture put it, then you are not a good Christian. Can I say it again? If something happens to you, you cannot find scripture to handle it. You are not a good Christian. Because the Bible says there is nothing new under the sun. Everything that has happened has happened before. And it has been recorded for us to learn. So you need to know where your issue of life is located and the solution. If you are here, you don't have a child and you are believing God for a child, 
You must know which scripture talk about a woman, women in the Bible who didn't have children and the steps they took to receive children for themselves. And it's there. If you follow the steps, if you follow, if you follow, you see that God, the same God who did it for them, he will do it also for you. That is why for us, we always declare every one of you is a blessed person. Only three people said amen. So it's I Because we know what scriptures leads us into profitability and success and riches. Fred just quoted one to you. When we was giving the offering. Do you remember? See, but you see, if you are in church, you don't take interest in scriptures. That is why one issue comes. We don't know what scripture to you. Because we ask for the scriptures. We keep repeating, saying them many times in this church. Plenty. There is a reason. There is a biblical scripture for everything. You can cross from poverty into riches if you know the correct scripture and apply your life into it. So what do you said acquaint yourself with the Lord. Know God more. Know the word of God more so that it will help you to come out of whatever you are going through. But you don't like to acquaint yourself with the things of God. You can spend five hours watching movie, but you cannot spend 30 minutes to read the Bible. Where your destiny is hidden. And you are complaining. There is nothing that you are going to that is not written in the Bible. It is there. It is your laziness. That is why you are crying. He said, man, people are perishing and foreign because of lack of knowledge. Why do you get knowledge? You have to study to get knowledge. Bishop is just preaching. Going deeper and doing more. How do you go deeper? It is those who go deeper who get greater things and do more. <laughs> you go deeper. You get those who go to the deepest, uh, in, in the uh, deeper side of the of the sea. They don't catch Jacobi. Uh, no, 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 no. They catch whales. Because when you go deeper. That's where you catch bigger. I declare that from today, as you go deeper with God, you will catch great and bigger things for your life. Amen. Amen. That is why you must know script. You must have to show be interested in the reading of their whole destiny lies. Jesus Christ, the whole story of his life was in Isaiah. He found them one after the other. One after. You see Matthew writing, I said that, so that it shall be fulfilled, which was written by. Everything he came to do was a fulfillment of prophecy. When they were beating him, when they were insulting him, it was already written in Isaiah 53. So he read it. So he knew exactly when he go to Jerusalem, what is going to happen to him. That is how he told Peter. I said, when we go to Jerusalem, they will kill, they will take, they will, they will beat me. They will do this. Peter said, you can't say, you have a rest scripture, so don't come, don't talk much. I'm telling you my destiny. The prophecy has already been spoken about me that when I go, this is the way they are going to treat you. And I know that I am the one fulfilling the scripture. So I'm already prepared myself to go and meet that challenge. Many of us things become a surprise to you because you have not read the scripture so you cannot predict even what is going to come to you tomorrow. But when you get yourself involved in the knowledge of the word of God, 
God will prepare you even before the issue comes. So that by the time that issue comes, the Holy Spirit, the anointing in you, will bring that revelation to you and it will show you what to do. That's what my wife was saying that when you got the, the thing, I just felt that I, I, the Spirit just told me what to do. The, the, the word was inside. Are you here of God? More scriptures want to come, but I have to hold myself. <laughs> Even the point I gave you, I can give you a scripture to support it. But we are, we are, we are not on Wednesday service. This is Sunday service. If you like all Bible study, come on Wednesday. That, that one was an uproaring. Uh-huh. But this one Sunday is just to make everybody excited and happy. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I've given you three scriptures. Isn't that true? Matthew, Luke chapter 19, 29 to 40. The next one is what? Mark chapter 11. One to three. One to what? Eleven, isn't it? Eleven, one, eleven. Can you remember the scripture? Yes. Immediately you hear the story of uh, your friend is saying, Oh, it's Mark 11, 1 to 11. You can say, Because what scripture support what you are, you are going to talk about? Then Matthew chapter 21, verse 1 to 40. Okay, okay, so now let's read. Let's read Luke, Luke chapter 19, 29. Quickly. Luke 19, 29 to 40. And it came to pass when he was come nigh to Bethphage and Bethany at the mount called the Mount of Olives. When you go to Jerusalem and you will be there very soon. I see you going to Jerusalem. You see the Mount Olive on the hills, and then you descend down, down, down to the brook, a valley called Brook of Kedron, and then you climb the city also up there. So it's like the city and the mountain are facing each other like this. By the gift of God. And by following a great man of God, I've been to Israel twice. It shall be your turn very soon. You shall be going to Israel. So this story, you can, when you, you can, as I'm reading, my eyes are on that place. My wife had the privilege also to follow me to see it once. You shall be there very soon. Say amen. In my lifetime, I will be visiting Jerusalem. My feet shall walk on the streets of Jerusalem. Can I see your feet walking on Jerusalem? And just Christ went to Jerusalem. You too shall be in Jerusalem. Amen. Say amen. Okay. Sit down. You follow me. Because I followed my pastor. And my wife followed me. Very true. To follow me, and I will take you to Israel, Jerusalem. Say amen. So Jesus was going to Jerusalem. So Papa said, when he got to 
Mount, a mount called Mount Olive. Please, quiet, quiet. Everybody watch me. We are finishing the message in 15 minutes time, so be attentive. It's not a long message. I thought it was only one point. That he sent two of his disciples. And I want to announce to you that Jesus is still in the business of sending people to look for people. Amen. Say amen. amen. He sent. Somebody say he sent. He sent. Say he sent. he sent. Two of his disciples saying, go ye into the village. Somebody say the village. The village. Go into where? Amen. The village. Say amen. amen. Go into the village against you. That is the village next ahead of you. In the which at the entering you shall find a cold hide. Well on yet never man sat. Lose him and bring him hither. Somebody say lose him and bring him hither. Say lose him and bring him hither. Why is this say, say, bringing me there? Because there is a reason why we should go and lose people who are tied there. Okay. He said, Lose him and bring him hither. Now, watch the next verse quickly. And if any man asks you, Why are you doing this or losing this court? Why? Why are you bringing the, losing this thing? It's tied here. That's shall you say unto him because the Lord has need of him. Why are we untying this village courts and bringing him close to Jerusalem? Say, you be someone my simple message is the Lord has need of him. The Lord has need of him. God make use of it. The whole story of the triumphal entry was based upon this scripture which was prophesied by Zechariah chapter 9 verse 9. of Jesus Christ's destiny to fulfill his destiny on earth. He had to sit not on a horse 
not to sit on any other animal. Not to even walk. He used to go to Jerusalem walking. But this time round, this time round, he had to sit on an ass. It was not just for a coincidence. It was special because his final day of showing to the world that he is the Messiah. And it is in fulfillment of a prophecy concerning his destiny. He could see. He told them that when you go, because for people to know that I am the Christ, I've done healing, they haven't believed in me. I've done miracles, they haven't believed I've done this, I've preached to thousands, but it's another one I have to do when I enter Jerusalem. Then they recognize I am the Messiah. So his very destiny he knew if he missed this opportunity and decide to do it any other way it will have spoiled all the works he had done. So he said go and, and when you have, I have to sit on the court to enter Jerusalem for them to know that this prophecy of Zachariah because this is old, 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 old testament. Zachariah is an old testament. Jesus Christ in the New Testament. For him to fulfill his destiny. He had to, he, Jesus is a, is, was avid in studying a friend is Isaiah. So he found many of his life story in Isaiah. When he stood and he started preaching, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed to preach the gospel. That's the first message. He quoted from Isaiah chapter 61. This time, many of the things he did, he did it from Isaiah. But this time around, he was looking for something that Isaiah didn't say about him. And he found it in Zechariah. I pray that anything that is missing from Luke, Matthew, Mark, and Joe in, in your Bible study that you have not yet found, may the Lord lead you and guide you to a particular book of the scripture that is identifiable to your destiny. Say amen. That is why you must be a studious Christian. That's why you have to listen to tapes. But the last message the Reverend preached was powerful. Yes, it was powerful, but it, there's another message you need to hear to your destiny's fulfillment. So they start to go to Zachariah. And he said, Zachariah 9 9 said, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. Is that king? How would they know that this king is coming to us? He said, and he's just and having salvation. The purpose of his coming is to come and save the their problems. And lowly and riding upon an house and uh, upon a court, the foe of an ass. To know that he is the Messiah sent to them. If he had made a mistake and said that, call to Jerusalem, he would have missed the divine description of his real identity. Many of us we think maybe to be to be 
a certain profession or to drive a certain car or live in a certain place is what define you as blessed. You don't need that. Just know what God says about you. Just know what God said. If God said that you may never travel, but you can make impacts in Ghana. Don't force yourself and go and live in America. Because America may not be part of your destiny. But the same God who says stay in Ghana can prosper you and make you far richer than if you have traveled and live in America. See, many of the rest, the reason why we cannot understand and see God's glory is that sometimes we think of what people will say rather than what the word of God says about me. Jesus was not looking to please men. He could have, got, he could have written on the topmost horse of town at that time. But he said, that is not a description of anointed one. If I'm the anointed one to fulfill my destiny, I have to do what the scriptures have said about my life. Many of us are near, you're more bra like that. want to please men, but not that fulfill God's plan for your life. Amen. But I want to know that to be God, you must just know what to do at every time. Are you there? And you can only find it in scriptures. If you are not interested in scriptures or hearing the word of God, you will, you, you will never know the things of God. Because the Bible said the things of God, they are foolishness to a carnal-minded person. Because Jesus Christ, you know, many of us, and some people, they are very rich, but you will never even know that they are rich. Because see, they don't, they don't show by the type of car they drive, or even the place they live. Even if you look at our bishop, you would think that it's just an order, but he used to pick up, pick up, Bishop Dago. Who can, who can, who can buy planes? He used to pick up. It is not your car that makes you who you are. It is what God says you are that makes you who you are. I say hallelujah. Yeah. Yes, no, what is God's description about my destiny? Yeah. You know, someone like me, I've, I've tried making an attempt to be a full-time pastor. But sometimes I feel that, no, that may not, it may, maybe it may, it may come later. But because there's so much, I know that if I were a full-time pastor, by this time, I would be a bishop. I know. I would have been a, 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 a very great important person. But you see, the spirit of God, we must follow the voice of God, not the things of man. If God decides to make me a footer, he can easily do it without me struggling. But you see, 
I've also find that if only I can do his will, and if his will is to be a lay pastor, and maybe be a good example of a lay pastor, that is also another level I have to take it very far. So that when even though I'm not a footer, but when I'm ministering, when I'm teaching, when I'm laying my hands, any miracle that they do by the footer, I'll be able to do because it is the way God for my not about myself trying to become something for myself. I just want you to understand that see Jesus Christ, the man we are following, he was supposed to go to make him know that he's the anointed. He had to follow God's standard for his life. Not to please men and choose another formula. Formula. Some of you, you your greatest blessing is to marry a woman who didn't even go to school. But you see, sometimes you feel that no. My friends will tell me that on Tiblofo. And so you see that you are struggling with a certain relationship which God has not destined for you, but you are forcing yourself into it. Jesus Christ didn't force himself to anything. He said that look, what is written about me is that for me, for the world to know that I am the Messiah. I have to be sitting on the donkey. I'm telling you. If you find the will of God for your life, you don't struggle in life. You don't struggle in life. Yeah. Many of you, that, that's a big problem. You follow the will of and what people will say about the person. And when God is giving you a way, you choose a wrong way. Say amen. I'm preaching. I say I'm preaching. You cannot be a Christian and you want to follow your feelings. You have to follow the word of God about your destiny. By your destiny. See, when the God follow God's will, you see that these are easy and you rather end up becoming more, you become far richer and far, you have your peace. Is it? And if you acquaint yourself, you you will find peace. You will find peace. You will be built up. <laughs> you will be built up. And you will find peace. Ladies, listen to me. If you want peace, follow the will of God for your life. Not what people will say. If you have been to university, the boyfriend is a taxi driver. You see, as I'm saying, they are laughing. They, they are put at me. You see, me that I say taxi driver. They are laughing. to a doctor. I say, hey, 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 hey. That's what it means when Jesus Christ chose an act instead of choosing a horse. That's the meaning. That's the meaning. He 
chose an ass and not a horse because you identify his destiny by ass and not a horse he is a god who who can who could have bought he could have written the most expensive and most trained horse to show that is why see read the said that go, go go back to Zechariah 9 9 Go back to Zachariah 9 Zachariah 9 9. Where is it? Yeah, 9 9. I will stop preaching one of these days because of you guys. Because you are quenching the anointing. The anointing, Bible says, quench not thy spirit. Your behavior is trying to quench the spirit. You see, it is your duty, Kuma. It's your duty. So if you think that the system has some improved, need something to do with, you have to pick up, buy something that will change the thing. That when maybe the current is low or high, the system that you are putting should be able to operate in the normal. That's your duty. That's your whole duty of being in this church. My duty is to stand here and preach. And your duty is to ensure that if that, that there's light off, your, your system must work. Because that's your duty. That's why you are here. Have you seen that we are all standing? Can somebody read for us? How can we be preaching and then this this old time of somebody take a phone and read for us a chum a chum da 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 say say what more attitude do we have to go back to old age king kamani please please sit down sit down we are in the church Zachariah nine nine yeah Rejoice greatly. Listen, because Jesus was going to show them that I am the Savior. And when the Savior comes to you, you must be happy. That whatever problem you are going through, a Savior is coming to your life. And so when the Savior is coming, somebody's bringing something you have been looking for, looking for, somebody's bringing it. Would you join it? Would you be happy? Would you be accepted? Rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice because you are king. to you in this because I've been said to be rejoice Jesus people have become disturbed confused, troubled, worried now their king is coming the scripture has been spoken about him to fulfill the scripture to look for it in Zachariah and say rejoice Say well in Christmas, Jesus bring joy into people's lives. Bring joy, so a savior is coming. Oh. 
to read it. Rejoice, O oh, daughter of Zion. How many? I don't know that you are a daughter of Zion. As a child of God, you are a daughter of Zion. Anytime you hear voice of anytime you say we are going to church, you must rejoice. It's not the devil. Blame the devil for everything. It's the people. It's the people. Rejoice. Jesus is entering to your life today. Rejoice. I said, Rejoice. Today, I said, Today, there shall be joy in your spirit because it's entering into. Hallelujah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You can't hear better. It's not working. Hallelujah. Let's try. Maybe you can try. That's tune your ears. That's what I said. Watch me. Because if somebody disturbs your attention, you miss a point. Read it. Rejoice. People's lives are in trouble and have to enter their lives with joy. And the only thing that will make me rejoice to show them that I am the one anointed to bring them that joy is the ass. Shout! Oh, daughter of Jerusalem! Can I hear somebody shouting for the triumphant of Jesus into your life? Yeah! Yeah! It was an old prophecy concerning Jerusalem and the people of Judah. And Jesus was the one to fulfill the scripture. Huh? Behold, thy king, not your servant, too. A king is somebody who brings blessings into your life. A king, he controls resources. Your king is coming. Your king is coming. Somebody who can change your destiny by just saying that, move from here to this place. He's coming to you. And you won't rejoice. You won't rejoice. You won't be happy. Somebody comes. He can say that, how much is your salary? 12,000. No, it's too much, too small. Multiplied by five. Because the king, I see your king entering to you today. Your king is, that is why you have to rejoice. Anytime you hear Jesus, you have to rejoice. Because somebody special is entering into your life. Rejoice. Yes. Your king is coming. And he's coming. When you see somebody who says, I am a king and he's riding a horse, he's not the Messiah. When you come and see somebody who says he's a king, but he's driving a BMW, he's not the Messiah. When you see somebody coming and he's driving this, my son, that is not the, my husband. Even though he's driving a nice place, it's not my husband. Even though he's, he has been to the University of Toronto, he cannot be my husband. Because in my spirit, it has been revealed to me that the man who's going to welcome marry me, he may be coming with a chalewati in the first day. In the first day. In the first day. But afterwards, he will show me his true riches.
When Rebecca met that man who was sent by Abraham, he was sweating. He was filthy. His, his whole body was smelling. Thirsty. Looking for common water to drink. But you see, when Rebecca, he told Rebecca that I'm looking, I've been sent to look for a wife for my master. He didn't look at him. He could see that beyond this physical structure, there is something in this man's life. When he spoke, you see, as the man was coming with dirt and sweat, inside his pocket was gold, silver, riches. But she didn't show the money to the woman. The bracelets, they were with him. But he came in, the Bible says, he comes in a lowly in a lowly. See, that's, that's, that's the mystery of God. When God wants to bless you, he gives you something that when you look at it, you may not like it from the first sight. That's the mystery of God. Lowly. He comes in a lowly. <laughs> your kino. Your kino. Your kino. Your future husband. Who's going to be a blessing to you. And when he came, he can be him the prayer. He came with Chalewati. Lowly. He came lowly. Your anointed pastor. Your anointed pastor. When he coming to preach you, you don't see so German policeman watching over his cycle. He just come with a simple dress. And as he's walking, he may think that he's nothing. But when you get closer to him, you can feel some power. He comes lowly. He comes that's a mystery of God that's a mystery of God he comes lowly but he's a king he's a king and he could have come with any other pre presentation in a white horse that's one of the things about your father and my father, Bishop, that you don't know. He comes lowly. Simple. He can walk with you like that. And you think that, hey, how are you? No, no, no. He said, I have only one shoe. Bishop Dago, he said, I have one shoe. You have, you have five-story houses of shoes. He comes just eh? thy king command unto thee. He is just, just salvation, lowly and riding upon an ass. He has your whole life and his transformation is in his hands. But he comes lowly. He's coming for salvation. He's coming for transformation. He's coming to change your whole destiny. But he didn't come in a very spectacular form. He comes lowly. That is why if your eyes are not trained, 
you will just pass it by like this. How many were here last Wednesday when I was telling the story of uh, somebody who gave a pastor a son, a bag of sun, sugar? He told somebody, those of you who are not here, you can go and listen to the message. But a, somebody came to a church early in the morning. There was only one usher there. That's why if you are usher, you have to come early because my number do that you may, may meet an angel who will be a blessing to you. And then he came with a, a sash of sugar. It appeared like sugar. A sash, a sash like a bottle. I had a sugar. Then the usher, he gave the usher 10,000 Ghana cities. That's physical cash. So he told them, when your pastor come, give him this such, and you take this thing. When the pastor came and he gave him that sash, and he told him, oh, the man, a certain man came and said, I should give you this sash. But he gave me 10,000. The pastor looked at you and said, man, brother, you are a joker. You, the man gave you this sash of sugar for me. And he gave you 10,000. I don't think you heard it well. I don't think you heard it. Your ears didn't hear it well. Maybe what he was saying that give me the 10,000 and you keep the son of all the So he snatched the money from the past boy. He took it out from his son. Now, if I wait in the court, I don't even eat sugar. In my house, I, I take a. The Bible said that Jesus Christ is, is, is a land of milk and honey. So I don't, it's not milk of sugar. I don't eat sugar. It's a milk and honey. And so I have to eat, I eat milk. I eat milk and honey. I don't eat sugar. And he took the, the money. Ten times. And then that, that guy, the usher went home. When he opened the search. Arrangement of Thousands of thousands and millions of U.S. dollars failing this. <laughs> so the question is, if you were the usher, what would you do? Would you return the money back to your pastor or you take the money? Akuya, come on then. Come on then. But you see, many of us are the way we make choices. Because what you see is what you judge and take decision. Because when you look at the outside, the sashes say, no, 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 no. But inside the sashes, was it? It's a revelation. But you see, a king cometh with salvation. Just, fair. He's good. He's a good person. He's a wonderful, he's a king. But he comes in a form that you may not expect. Riding also on an ass. So that while we are, you must remember that the ass came from a village. Now village in the village in the but then now the near and go on far as people offering crime. Now, what did your man? Because see, there are some dogs when you see them. These are dog where they will offering. Oh here, oh here, oh here. The pub a dog run away. It is a war bread. But oh here, dog will be a. 
When you walk on this street, you see some dogs they are bringing them. You, you can see that this dog, and I declare unto you that so shall your story be. Hallelujah. Are you here? Go home. But you see, listen. I'm closing. Our time is up. In all this glorious fulfillment of scripture, listen carefully. Please sit down because people are watching, looking at me. There was one particular issue that Jesus Christ needed to fulfill this triumphal entry prophecy about his life. So his Bible says he sent his disciples. Go to the village. You see a cord tied there. Unloose it and bring it to me. And when they ask you why are you doing it, tell them the Lord has need. Listen, not want. Immediately. God need him now because he have to come for Jesus to fulfill his destiny. The Lord has need of him. Now, I want you to understand that there are many, many, many people whose lives are tied in their villages around us. Some of them are our singers. Some of them are our future pastors and bishops. Some of them are people that God is about to use more powerfully than even you who brought them. But they are still tied up there. In their villages. I was tied in a village for many years. I finished sixth form. I didn't know Accra. But you see, God knew that I was needed here in Accra. So somebody has to teach me and show me the salvation of God. It is through the salvation I receive over there. Because when you are tight, you can't do anything. It takes somebody to come and lose you. Somebody has to lose before free. If somebody has not come to talk to you and preach to you and, and brought you to this place, by this time, your life will still have been tied to drinking in the village and you are still in disgrace and confusion. You don't even know what to do in your life. There are thousands of people whose lives are still tied in their villages of life. And that is why this morning God is sending me to tell you that you can be his disciple. Just go out there and go and untie that ass. Because when the person out there may be useless, but when the person enters the house of God, he can be a dancing star. He can be a preacher. He can be a chorister. He can be a pastor. He can be a music person. He can be a keyboardist. I am thankful that when my feet was tied, untied, 
the village. Today, I didn't know that I could stand in public and preach. But you see, unless somebody had come to untie me, I would have still be a village boy out there. Today, the message of God is clear to you. As you are sitting down here and you are happy, look at the way you are dressed up. Look at the way you are made up your hair. Look at the air-conditioned place you are living. How many people's lives are still tied where you used to be? So when we say that we have to bring salvation, preach the gospel, the purpose for which Christ came is to come and seek and to save that which is lost. They are lost in drinking. They are lost in smoking. Come. Give me a microphone. Where were you tight? Bring me a microphone. Hallelujah. Give us your testimony. Before you became a Christian. Even the before, how many times you were invited to church that you refused not to come to church? Give them your testimony. Two Amen. Minutes. I was very tired. <sighs> I remember 2018. Please listen, listen, listen. Quickly, quickly. 2018. One brother called Brother Peter. He Brother came. Peter, he was with us in this church. Yes. Remember him? Yes. Where he, now he's Reverend Kobe. Yes. yes, so he was the one who went to untie him. So he's telling his story. Brother Peter came around. He was going evangelism. Okay. And when he came, we were at ghetto with my guys. Okay. When you say ghetto, what does it mean? Ghetto. Listen, listen. Ghetto means I was with, we were street guys. Street guys. That no father care, no mother care. And smoking, drinking. Drinking. And gather ourselves for confusion and other things. I can't say all. But truly, today the message my father is preaching today it has remember me that I must do much for God because I don't know today is I think my two years two months 28 days that I became Christian I was a Muslim and by the grace of God, I was not, I was Muslim, but I was not effective. So, <laughs> so by the grace of God, I can see that to go out and like people, people need, I'm victim about what my father is saying. And today I'm free. So I thank God and I need to also do more for God. Thank Hallelujah. you, Father. God bless you. But you see, that's why I say you can't say God, there's no time for you. He was tied in the ghetto. Or win, sir. Or we see great. I'm sure so will pay my one fan one come home. 
Because how do you buy a cigarette and a drink? Why you are not working? So you have to steal. So you see, listen, listen carefully. So you can see that his whole life was tied in that village there. That if Jesus has not sent the disciples to go and untie him. By this time, but thank God that Jesus came to look for those, everybody. And as I'm telling you, Jesus has not stopped sending people. Today, if you have never been a Christian who has won a soul before, then I beg you, remember that there are, as you are sitting down here happily, Mr. Mafu, you're looking handsome sitting down here. There are people you were with them in that village. In that village. Today, when I go to my hometown, my class, they look like my father. Because they have become old and poor. Oh, yes. They have become old and poor. And wretched. I can, I can, I can sit all of them down and give them a watch. Listen, when God, you see, you not look at it. When Jesus Christ, the Bible says, when the, 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 the ass came from that village, watch what happened to it. Eh? If any man said that the Lord has need of them, because the Lord has need of them, okay. Let's read further, we are closing. And they, and they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. Let me tell you, there is no way that you go out for evangelism that you will not find a sinner. Anytime you go for evangelism, God will give you a sinner to untie to bring him to you. Okay? And as they were losing the court, the owners thereof said unto them, Why lose ye the court? The owners, the mothers who said, Why are you taking my daughter to? The father who said, hey, What is that? They are the owners, but they don't have control over them. Jesus is the one who controls all their lives. That is why you will not be afraid of going for evangelism. Because the fathers said, oh, what church did they go? That they stay so long like that. Don't worry. It's part of the message that you shall hear. But you know that the people, the Lord has need of them. Always tell the people, the mothers, God has need of that your daughter. Even though he's your child, God also has need of that child. Okay? And the owner said, and they said that the Lord has need of him. Then watch it quickly. And they brought him to Jesus. From today, may you come to church bringing somebody who was on time unto Jesus. Jesus is the house. The house of God is the Jesus. Anytime you bring somebody to church, you have helped untire somebody from smoking. You have helped untire somebody from wretched future. You are changing the person's storyline. Okay? They brought him to Jesus. And they learned, watch. When Jesus, and Bible said, they brought him to Jesus. And when Jesus sat on the Bible said, and they cast their garment upon the colt. I see the Lord glorifying your life. See, immediately, a court in a village has found favor. When any time God begins to use you, you see a glory of God coming upon you. If I have not told my story that I was born in a village, would you believe it? You see, because the, the garment of glory of God has changed my story, which was known in the village. 
That's your story from today. Anywhere you are coming from, baby, I will free baby. I came as a prophet of God to tell you, God is putting his garment upon your life. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. From today, your life story is changing because as you come to God, he put his garment of glory upon your life. That is how you see that you might have come here at poor boy, but very soon you are going to be one of the millionaires that the power of God is going to raise up here. Even though you come here as an ignorant person, you are going to be one of the learned people in this house because God changes your story anytime he wants to use you. That is why I said the Lord has need of him. When God needs you, he will glorify you. When, when Pharaoh needed Joseph, he has to change everything. He said that, I hear there is a certain guy be in the V somewhere. I hear he can interpret him. He says, bring him here quickly. Bring him here quickly. And Bible says, when they brought Joseph, he took him from the prison. And immediately, Bible said, they shaved him. They washed his face. They put on a new dress. Because you cannot be in the presence of a king and you will not look like a king. Even though you came from a poor family, even though you came from strange strange land, because now the king is going to use you. The king has to glorify you. Hallelujah. I see your life is changing. I see the glory of God coming upon you. As you are here, dancing for God, evangelizing for God, bringing people to God, God will glorify you. Because a king has what it takes to change your story. Yes. Sister, if today President Kufuado decides to come and marry you, you take you as even a, a servant in the office. Don't you think that your, your life will change? Everything about you will change. You. Even the dress you wear will change. You, you, you know, just that's last week. Just last week, I had a privilege. My, my, my wife and I have a privilege of receiving another somebody to come and serve us. Listen, oh, we had a privilege. But the guy who was staying with us has left. So somebody recommended somebody for us. And we went for the person. When she, he, the person came home, my wife started thinking, ah, what you are wearing? It does see, because see, a king, when the other, a king starts using you, he wants to lift your level to the, his level to be able to operate with him. So my wife had to buy new shoes for the boy. He has to buy a new dress for the boy. Everything about that guy, the food he has been eating has changed. The sleeping place has changed. The environment he was living has changed. Everything about that person has changed. Even the human being, out about God of heaven, who created heaven and earth, why is it come and save me? You think God will deal with you? God is right that God to change your story and make you a glorious and make you everything you need, you will not buy. See, the boy, the only thing that he has been able to do is that he has been, he has been untired. Untired from where he used to be. And he has found himself in another place. You can't come to this church as long as the Lord is alive. And as long as my soul is alive, you are destined for every goodness and mercy following you in this house. You have been untired. And never again will you go back into that village life anymore. Your story is changing because the Lord has need of...
sense here. If you are the one who can sense the feeling of a church, give Jesus Christ a shout. The Lord has need of you. And because God needs you, God has to change you to measure up to his stature. His stature. <laughs> Suddenly, the kind of thing her feet was wearing has changed. The kind of dress he was wearing has changed. Within one week, within one, his sleeping place has changed. The food he eats has changed. The environment he lives has changed. That is why God said that untie them. Untie him. Untie him. I see you going out to untie somebody and say, come and see. Come and experience what the Lord is doing here. Because you cannot serve God. When God says, I need you. I need you. That means that whoever, whatever you are, leave it with me. Just leave it with me. I will change your story for you. So see, that is a young man. When someone says, let's go to church, you think we are worrying you. Hey, hey, okay. hey, pastor, no, no, no. Now that door, now that dark. Or some that we hear, Juma. When we say, I doubt this in a mifino. And you're my best summer. And just young quasoria. Now we're church. Who's the panel in battle? So, what do you cry? Ochina, Ochina, says at nine o'clock, may I ready? Eight thirty. Anybody know what you're doing? Or bring someone that When we say open your fear, Today the Lord is empowering you that you will not stop, you will not give up in drawing people to the house of God. Hallelujah. When you do evangelism, don't give up. You know this guy. I was talking to Pastor Peter. He said, "Look, also for many, many so be for many years now so day but he said I didn't give up on him and he said today a Muslim converted he now wears three piece suits because he said that we cannot be with the king and you still carry your old dresses with you I declare unto you that your destiny is changing from here and God is going to use you to bring many people to his house how many are going to go out and bring somebody to go help on tire? When they ask you, why are you taking this person? Tell them that the Lord has need of this brother. So, they cast their garments upon the court. They didn't cast the garment on Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ, but the fact that Jesus was the one using it, his glory attracted people to glorify that cause. That's when you serve an anointed person, his presence and his name give you blessings. You see, because as I'm standing here, ministry, it is the Bishop Dark's anointing I'm operating with. Because, you see, I am his servant. And I, 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 he has need of me to be at Ajerengano. That is why his glory has been cast upon my life. Your story is changing from today. You serve a great person, his glory come upon. People will bless you. People will give you things because
person you are related with. Because of the person. Because of the person. Once Jesus has need of you, if a man said that I need you as a wife, it means that after you accept to marry the person, his brothers will be your friends, his uncle, his, all his family, if the family has anything, you will become just a natural partaker. Natural partaker. You just walk into, just, you're going to marry one man. But because that man has a family, everything about the family is your portion. When I marry my, my wife is a royal from so it means that Gloria Kufu, when you hear Akufu, including the former president Akufu, that's my wife's cousin. It's a big family. So you can see that just a village boy from Kumau come to marry I've entered into a royal family. Everything about my life becomes royal. So my son is a potential king in one of the, the stools. In Akropong. It's just even by marrying a, a, a royal person. The child has naturally become a potential kid. Naturally. He didn't struggle to buy it. Too. You will not struggle to buy life property and blessings of life. Just walking with Jesus Christ. Just being used by Jesus Christ. Just become a court. Say, Jesus, I cannot do much. You sit on me and go wherever you want to go. Just sit on me. Take me to where you want to take me. Anywhere you want to carry me, you just carry me. Want me to sing for you? I will sing for you. Want me to clap for you? I will clap for you. Want me to dance for you? I will dance for you. As Jesus is using you, he's glorifying your lives. Give him a clap of prayer. He's glorifying you. He's glorifying you. He's glorifying you. Your village life, who would have glorified you? Why not? But find in Papa be do brother Dumas and I'm brother Holland. Papa be their garments. One be found in two man. What they go for me say whoa. GTP whoa be fast one. Find the best side. But it's when Jesus Christ is using you. People give you things without even thinking about what they are giving to you. They don't value what they give to you. Because they are doing not because of you. They are doing because of who is using you. And Jesus sat there. From today, may Jesus sit on you to cause somebody save, so to be saved. And when Jesus cast it on you, he's not sitting on you to go and do foolish things. He's looking for salvation for his people. May he ride on you. From today, may he depend on you. When we say bring 10 people, you can easily do it. Once you allow Jesus to sit upon you, he will direct you, let's go to this boy. Let's go to this place. Let's go to this place. Just tell the person, now salvation has become easy. When you go, when nobody asks anything, just say, the Lord has need of you. Clap your hands to the Lord. The Lord has need of you. The Lord has need of you. Say, Oh, my pastor, me, me, I saw me coming in. Let me tell you. So everybody, people said, What do you do in church? Oh, me, I don't do anything. We allow God to use you to do something. Because until you, God use you, you become valueless. Join the hymn squad. Join the addition. Join the dancing stars. You can join something. You may never know that the day you are standing here dancing is the day that somebody will propose to you. Yes.
Ladies, dance. Join the hymns. Join the hymn choir. Join the choir. Everybody must belong to something in this church. Because Jesus has to use you. He has to use you. Tell him. If, no, if nobody's used you, tell him. Hey, so for, I saw him. I'm going use me. Hey, no, 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 no. I'm going use me. I'm going use me. I'm going to use me. I'm going to use no, 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 no. Because you don't know Jesus yet. Nobody serves Jesus and you are shy. The village animal is in the certain confidence came upon it and he was able to walk through the city and move it around because the Spirit of God was the one who put him that in. He didn't reduce himself and said, I am a village coach. No. Never say that in your heart again. Say amen. Say, as long as Jesus uses me, I'll be walking triumphantly and confidently. Say amen for that. Are you enjoying the preaching of the world? How many can see a triumphant entry onto your spirit? Look, you have to close. The next verse. What happened? Kalima Sayana. And as, listen, and as he went through the principal street of Jerusalem, the people spread their cloths in the way. From today, that old path that you used to go, the Lord is changing that old path. From today, everywhere you walk, you will see the glory of God. You will see the blessings of God. You will see the favor of God. You see the blessed presence of God. God will provide for you this. Because now you are not walking on the old ways. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. Jeremiah 6 16. Write the scripture down because it is for you. Jeremiah 6 16. He says. Jeremiah 6 16. That says yes who? Somebody said God is speaking to me today. That said the Lord. He said, stand ye in the ways. There are different ways that you always have to choose. And see. And ask for. Somebody say, ask for. Ask for. The old path. Where is the good way? And walk therein. And you shall find rest for your soul. There is always options of which way to go. Today, Sunday, you can choose. sorry, You see, see, there's a way you have to make a choice. <laughs> Wednesday evening, about seven. Hey, Minko pouring service. So there's a, you always have to decide. Say that. He said, when you get to that two junctions of life, decision making. Mr. Marvel. And that says in here, about seven. I find a market in the amount for appointment. I said, sorry. As you go a wubain or as you go a hearing of the word of God. Listen. This is what everybody faces every day. You always come to a junction of decision. That's why I say, ask Busa 
a quaint bay and a memphis. Buzawai, Buzawan crunk, no me. Now would you doubt my own Moses and Nambi or Minibi? So you have to ask the Holy Spirit because Papa said he will show you the way to go. So ask the Holy Spirit at this time, what should I do? I've got to a junction of my life. Two guys say they want to love me, and everybody seems nice. Which one should I choose? The Holy Spirit will show you. They said that ask of the old path. Why is it old path? Because the Bible is the oldest book on earth. So always allow the word of God to be your guiding principle. Ask of the old path. And he said, why the old path give you direction? Choose that word and walk therein. Sometimes when you are following God, it sounds like you are a fool. Especially when you see that many of the people have chosen the wide path. And it's like only you. And I will fuck one way in Yeah, now I do your say. Who is it? Says that one seven o'clock will be a party. That one quaint say, Maqua, sorry. And it doesn't sound nice in any penny so. But Jesus said, Choose that way. Because there is a way that seemeth right unto man. But the end thereof is death. But there is another way, narrow. Only few people chooses, and it leads you into blessings. From today, you will not miss your way in life. Because you always making right choices of decisions. So the Bible said that the Lord, where were we? We are closing. Our time is close. Is it about say 12? Huh? But I said that you shall find your for your soul. What is your soul? Something that your heart must be happy forever. It comes from direction of the spirit of God. Because many things you may like it today, but the next five years that you won't like it. You can marry a very rich man today. By the next five years, the person can be very poor. And you don't know. That is why you need the Holy Spirit to help you. That is he a right person that I should choose today? Because you have to know that marriage is forever. Coming to church is forever. Anything you do is forever. Because there is a, there is a, there is a road in America. I forgot the name. When you get to the, it's like a motorway. When you get to the junction, before you cross the motor, it will tell you that be careful because there are many junctions. Be careful which junction you are choosing. Because you can go for the next three hours without having a time back. Yes. So be careful. Because otherwise you drive one after three hours before you realize that it was the wrong way you choose. You tell me, baby. That is the reality of life. The Holy Spirit the word of God is angels to guide us. So if you don't sit down and say, God, which way that I should choose? You decide based upon 70 few things today. You'll be shocked that in the middle of the motorway, car now say go speed, you know. I say yes, no because decide. But I pray that today the Holy Spirit shall fail you that you will follow the voice of God. Let's conclude it. But you see, listen, listen, watch it. 
Bible said that God said you find rest for your soul. But they said we will not walk there. That is how many people's life end up. Because when the pastor is speaking, sometimes it's like also for we cry, they be a man or they may preaching. Because I didn't know what can that was but today the lord is showing away let's let's go back to matthew and i look and let me close our time is up luke 19 luke 19 how many have been blessed by triumphant entry message today? How many can see something is triumphantly entering into your own life? And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. I see God's people spreading their good. No, some of you people are going to spread you good things in life. Just because you belong to this church. Just because you belong to this church. There is going to be a spread of good things. And as many as are part of this church, God is spreading good things for your life. Receive the good things of this world. This church. Yeah. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, as he started descending, Bible says, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praising God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that he had seen. They had seen and then saying, Blessed be the king that comes in the name of peace in heaven and glory in the highest. From today, let there be glory in the highest. Anything about you must be connected to Jesus Christ. See, all the praises that were given to Jesus Christ, caught not. Yeah. I see you shouting with this glory. There is highest glory, 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 highest glory. Your glory is that of village glory. There is a highest glory, a highest glory, a highest glory. You are associating your life with the highest glory. Receive the highest glory, the highest glory of the Lord is coming upon you. The highest glory, the highest glory, the highest glory, the highest glory of the Lord, the highest glory, the highest glory of the Lord is coming upon you. Receive it, receive the highest glory. The highest glory of the one you are connected with, the one who has need of you, his highest glory shall come upon you. His highest glory, his highest glory, his highest glory shall come upon you from today. See the highest glory of the Lord, the highest glory, the highest glory, peace and the highest glory. People shall begin to place you and clap for you and clap for you because they can see that you are connected to a highest anointing 
from today you are triumphantly walking into your blessings you are triumphantly walking to your prosperity you are triumphantly walking in your future from the rest of your life i see the hand of god i see the peace of god because you are connected to jesus so shall your story be so shall your story be so shall be your story so shall be your story so shall be your story as you are connected as you are connected as you are connected to this glorious jesus may his glory come upon you may his glory his glory his glory his glory his highest glory the glory of the highest will also be said about you how did you know how did you know that from that village there i can join the class of the glorious people in Accra. Today, look at where we are gathered here. Who am I? That the reason is that when an invitation was given to me, come to Jesus. He has need of you. My friends were laughing at me when I was coming to church. Today, all of them, their lives are down. But I have found the glory of God. There's a highest glory. There's a highest glory. Lift up your hands and say, Yeah, I didn't know that you buried me. Yeah, I didn't know you fed up me this way. Yeah, you fed up me this way. Thank you, Jesus. Is it one more call? You want to tell me that he's come to fed up you? I didn't know that you ever me this way. I did you ever this way. In the city of you me this way. You Receive it. Receive it. For the Lord has need of you. You can dance. Yes. The Lord you. you can sing. You can praise The Lord has need of you. 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 The Lord
Your hands, just worship him from your heart. He's favoring you. God is calling to favor you. Break the cord. I didn't know. Jesus said, Come to me. I will change your story. I will change your story. I'll triumphantly. Triumphantly. I'm changing your story. Triumphantly. Triumphantly. Jesus cannot enter to you. And you remember the same. Yes, yes, yes. I didn't know. Let there be a change. Let there be a change. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lift up your hands and receive a miracle. You have come to the king of kings. Everything about your destiny is changing right now. Receive the spirit of change. Taking a deep breath and receive the feeling of the Holy Ghost. Receive it. 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 You are receive the impartation of the spirit that make a difference. Jesus said, Bring him here, bring him there, bring him here. He's still in the business of calling people to him. He's a God that changes your story and your destiny. Lift up your hands and just thank the Lord. <laughs> 
thank the Lord. Say thank you, Lord, that you call me and I've come. You call me, you call me and I've come. You thank you for calling me. Thank you for inviting me to your house. Thank you for making me glorious. Thank God. Everybody lift up your voice and begin to thank God. That God sent somebody to call you. To come so that he can glorify you. And he's still in the business of changing people's destiny. Maliantara makokayande. Rikatamayende remosaka. Antamuriantakaya. Let there be a triumphal entry into your life. Part of many. As Jesus sent us this Christmas, sister. Thank you. Father, we bless you. Holy Spirit, we love you. We love you so much. That anytime you come, you teach us. You change our storyline. You bring us into a new reality of blessings. Thank you, Lord. That when people like us were tired, somewhere in our villages, you sent to us to be called. And here we are. Thank you. Thank you. I would have been a village by one tapa if you have not come to untire me from that village. But today, look at the glory you have put upon my life. As you sit upon me and ride on to enter into the lives of many people. I pray, Lord, that I will continue to be an ass upon which you will sit to touch the lives of many people. Through yourself and let there be triumphal entry of salvation into the lives of many people. Use me, Lord. Everybody pray, lift up and say, Lord, use me, use me, use me, use me, use me. Praise the Lord, use me. If you can use an ass, me too, you can use me. Use me to do something for your name. Use me, use me. Everybody pray. Pray and say, God, use me. Anywhere you want to use me. Me to use me small. At least use me small, Jesus. Use me small to do something for you, Lord. Use me small. Father, use me small. Even if I'm asked, oh Lord, you can use me small to do something for you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed. You are here. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Listen, that's why somebody came to call you. And I want to know that you have God. Jesus has need of you. That is why and so if you want to give your life to Christ, Lift up your right hand today. You say, Pastor, I want to join. I want Jesus to use me. Me too. I'm a village girl. I'm a village boy. I'm a village I have a village lifestyle. I am tied to drinking, smoking, fornicating, lying, cheating, stealing. I want to come out of this entanglement. Today, set me free. I want to be set free. Lift up your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless. If your hand is lifted up, please come to me. I'm going to pray for you. Come. Come. You are not too young. Come. Come and give your life to Christ. Clap for them and encourage them as they come.
come and give your life to Jesus. Come and give your life to Jesus. Come. Oh, clap for them and encourage them. The Lord is untying these young ones. Untying them. Untying them. They may appear to be us today, but there's a future glory for them. There's a future glory for them. There's a future glory. There's a future glory. As Jesus start using these ones, you'll be surprised what they are going to become tomorrow. Thank you, Lord. 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 Now say this after me and congratulate support. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you that today, me too, you have sent to untire me from wherever I was locked up. I am here to serve you. So forgive me all my sins with your blood. Wash away all my iniquities. And please write my name in your book of life. Send your Holy Spirit to come and dwell in me. That from today, I will love you. I will serve you. I will follow you. And I will keep your commandment. Say thank you Jesus for bringing me close to you. Say now I know even the ass which was in the village when you started using it you brought glory to the life of that court. Me too begin to use me in every area of the ministry and let your glory come upon me. Thank you for receiving me in Jesus name. Amen. Father, I place your seal of your sonship upon this child. That from today, he's marked by your blood. For they say, he that confesses with his mouth and believes with his heart shall be saved. Let there be a seal of your spirit upon this child. They belong to you from today. They don't belong to Satan anymore. Keep them and Lord Build them up and use them for your glory. For if us could be used, you can use them. You can use them. Use this young one. Let them grow to become mighty in you. In Jesus' name. Amen. I believe you were blessed by the message. Do visit us this and every Sunday at AJ Hotel and Suits at Jeringamu at 8.30 a.m. and on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless you.